Welcome to Wonder Soul, a weekly podcast series featuring a variety of topics dealing with life's many passions and experiences. Welcome everyone, I'm your host, Bearded Buddha. This is Review 4, and this episode is focused on the film Mid-90s, uh, directed and written by Jonah Hill. Uh, it stars Sonny Soljic, Catherine Waterston, and Lucas Hedges. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy, and stay tuned after for ways to support and connect with Wondersoul. Before guys become dicks. Oh, fuck. Yo, My what bad. the fuck? Oh, shit. You think you're pretty cool. Your ghetto ass friends. You good? Uh. You think you're tough and shit. You're just a little fucking kid. A lot of the time, we feel like our lives are the worst. But think if you looked at anybody else's closet, you wouldn't trade your shit for their shit. So let's go. That's why we ride a piece of wood. Like, what that does to somebody's spirit. Hey, Stevie, what the fuck are you doing? Yo, Stevie fucking insane. Being a kid in the 90s is one of the greatest things to ever happen to me. I loved the time before the web and before social media. It just really seemed like the calm before the storm. Now, don't get me wrong, I appreciate and enjoy the times we live in right now, and I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world, but the 90s were an incredible time filled with so many awesome memories and the nostalgia for the 90s is at a all-time high in society and even in my personal life um, from the styles uh, to what's popular in entertainment i just wouldn't mind taking a time machine to go back to the 1990s like even just for one day in jonah hill's directing debut I might not have traveled back in time for a day, but at least for 84 minutes while watching his first written and directed film, Mid-90s. Now I am a little biased, I am a fan of Jonah Hill as an actor, 
as a person all the way back to super bad up to one of his latest projects that i just watched on netflix not too long ago maniac co-starring emma stone which is good by the way you should definitely check that out um, it's kind of trippy if you like that kind of stuff uh, it's got a nice cool 80s retro vibe with a little bit of futuristic twist so yeah if you like that you'll like that show but the guy just seems like someone i'd be down to hang out with and has always seemed like a real and relatable person and maybe that's why this film felt so organic and honest i had no expectations before watching the film and really just went in only knowing that it was a timepiece set in the 90s um, i didn't even know the actual location which is in los angeles um, and that it had to do with a kid and there was some skateboarding and now i wasn't wrong but there was way more to it than what might appear on the surface underneath this film it gives you a great coming of age story about a 13 year old kid who lives in la with his single mom and older brother who likes to beat the shit out of him and probably won't win brother of the year Right off the bat, you get this feeling that you're not watching anything modern, nothing that was made recently, definitely not anything in 2018 or 2019. Um, the film has this older grain look and appearance, and it actually feels like it should be on VHS, like it should be a movie that you put into an old VCR. Um, to go along with it, the film has so many 90s references and styles that you forget that this was made in 2018 and recently. From Super Nintendo to champion t-shirts, it's like looking into the past one more time. The main character Stevie, who is played by Sonny Soljic, is what appears to be in that odd and strange transition from just being a kid you know like free-spirited just having fun young daydreaming just you know being a kid to now being a teenager and everything that goes with being a teenager those pressures and just the fact that you're getting older and you got to put away maybe childish things and throughout the film you see him try so many things for the first time that it instantly makes you reflect back to your own personal first times partying or even sexual experiences. It never feels corny though, or even forced. Situations feel like that's how it could and would happen while growing up. The amount of peer pressure and longing to belong and to fit in is very apparent throughout the movie. Who can't relate to that, you know, growing up and maybe even now as adults? Um, for someone whose closest experiences to skating was like playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3, I didn't really have an interest in the skateboarding aspect of the film before watching it. I didn't really know anyone who skated growing up. I was more of a ride a bike or a scooter kind of kid myself. But if you like skateboarding, then this film pays a great deal of respect to the culture and the lifestyle. Now, if you're like me and not a super fan or super into skating, no worries. Honestly, skating is just the backdrop to a very human and relatable story and characters. Stevie starts hanging out with some older kids who like to skate and just do whatever they want. 
Now, they aren't terrible, horrible kids, but they can break the rules and do many things that you aren't really supposed to do growing up. Maybe that was the 90s, the whole rebellious mentality and screw authority and all that stuff. Or maybe it was just what it was like being a kid or even better yet, a teenager. The friends he makes are all good characters and actually acted very well by the kids playing the parts. Most of the time, um, kid actors can get on my nerves personally, uh, especially in like horror films. But in mid 90s, I really enjoyed each of them and never truly disliked any of them. Even Stevie's older brother, who is a dick and has some under the skin reasons for why he's an asshole and why he beats up on Stevie and resents him. And that's the thing about this film that I enjoyed the most, actually, is, uh, well, not Stevie's older brother beating him up or anything, but just the organic, relatable characters and the stories behind the scenes. Not just the story and the plot of the movie and what's going on and what you see in front of you on screen, but the details and almost the lore and backstory to every character that you see appear in this movie. Each of the people in the movie have some dysfunctional or tragic story to go along with them. It's never really called out or really told bluntly or you know put out there for you to know every single detail until about later into the film but you start to understand why each of them act the way they do um, all of them have some abnormal past or some fucked up present situation but the film has a good way of saying isn't that all of us i mean no one truly gets out of this life without scars or something that can negatively affect our lives um, random unfortunate events that can take place and that may be still taking place and that just the the amount of weight and the amount of uh, impact they have on each of us especially growing up and when we were young um, it's all in how we choose to handle these events though during and after they occur most people and myself included and maybe even you come from some kind of dysfunctional background or upbringing to a certain degree uh, some more than others but no one ever truly has that perfect you know leave it to beaver life or family the fact that mid 90s shows us this makes it a lot easier to connect with the characters and why they are who they are for better or for worse now there is a part where you learned about two characters and how they both when they were younger talked and daydreamed and hung out had sleepovers and stuff you know typical best friend kid stuff but as they got older they started to live different and separate lives in a lot of ways even though they were still hanging out you could tell that they had became different people. Um, I think we can all attest to having that happen in one way or another. Having the same interests and wants and needs and then to eventually just grow apart or become very opposite. Um, how does one deal with that and how do you stay connected in the present when there really isn't much that connects you that used to connect you in the past? Um, it, it's details like that in which I feel I connect more and more with the film. 
Now, I didn't grow up in LA, um, actually pretty far from, uh, in the 90s, but the setting and the atmosphere that Jonah Hill provides in here is aesthetically very pleasing, especially for someone like me who's a fan of the West and just 90s altogether. From the music that is playing to how things have a 90s retro look and feel, to them really adds to the illusion that this takes place in the 90s the soundtrack by the way is hella dope and if you're a fan of 90s hip-hop then you're in for a treat and you will be pleased with what your ears hear throughout the film from beginning to end i myself enjoy modern hip-hop but i am now more curious to go back and listen to more classics and more music from the era from hip-hop back in the 90s and prior um, you can tell that every detail in this movie is paying homage to a time and decade that was important and enjoyed by so many, especially the writer and director Jonah Hill. For his first film directing, I am hella impressed. Sure, I'm no professional film critic, I've mentioned that before in other Review 4 episodes, um, but who needs to be in order to appreciate good art and passion? You can just be a fan of movies and still be able to appreciate and respect the amount of artistry that goes into them. You can so feel his passion for these characters and the stories strongly. It does have an indie film feel to it, but it adds to it more than it takes away. I know for some people, those kind of films or low budget uh, movies aren't the most attractive thing to some audiences in a time where blockbusters and cgi films are really all of the hype and they're all over the theaters from the marvel movies to so many others those are usually the ones that grab people's attentions so it's really nice and really refreshing to have a film like this that you can enjoy and feel something during and especially after the kids that were casted were also a great pick uh, basically everybody in this film was a great cast and it works really well in giving you memorable moments and especially memorable performances seeing some of these kids smoking and drinking is funny and sort of crazy but it's not so crazy when you remember some of the times and ages you tried certain things for the first time how most of the time when you did try those things it was all in the hopes of being cool or impressing your friends or your peers you know stevie wants to be just like them because he thinks they are cool and he looks up to them and because they are older you know but now you can tell that he would do the same thing with his brother but because him and his brother have this gap and his brother has this like resentment towards him and anger um you can see that there's these barriers that's really hard for stevie to overcome so he looks for other people like these uh friends that he makes um to be role models and to hang out with throughout the movie you hope nothing but the best for all of them but especially stevie you don't want him to start making the wrong decisions or go down a messed up path but you're also reminded of yourself um you know that it is in the doing 
that we learn it's in the falling do we learn how to get up it's by our experiences do we grow wiser and yes even our mistakes i think that in a time now where probably a lot of parents try to keep their kids in a bubble and protect them from so many things in this world and yes the world can be a sometimes a scary and dangerous place but just because you know that there's a probability of something going wrong or somehow a child could get hurt um, doesn't mean that you have to completely cut them off from even trying or experiencing certain things now don't get it twisted you know use common sense but i'm just saying don't for instance say your kid can't ride a bike because there's a chance that that kid could you know mess up and wreck and, and you know break an arm or you know fall and get hurt so i feel like in a day and age where that's very common and even in a day and age where it's mostly the dangers of like digital and the web and stuff like that and more kids are I, I mean, I know it's kind of the uh, cliche, but, you know, staying in and not going outside and quote unquote playing. Um, I just think it's important that at a young age, you learn, you don't um, shelter to the point of being a young adult and having to experience all these things for the first time. I think it can be very overwhelming and almost more harm than good and sort of dangerous to their well-being in the long run now i'm not saying that your kid can just be a daredevil and just go do crazy things and juggle uh you know kitchen knives and stuff <laughs> just uh just keep that in mind but you know the tones in this movie are just what i like um they're balanced throughout with a little bit of everything sprinkled throughout uh, sometimes it's funny and sometimes it's tense there are some good emotional moments in here that I really felt you get attached to these characters and I think that it is credited to good acting and good storytelling especially but if you can watch a film or a show or really anything and the characters on screen or in the pages make you think that they are real or could be real then you did a great job you did what you were supposed to do you created something from your imagination and it felt real and it was instantly connectable and i think that's very important in all works of art if you can make me feel something and especially feel attached or or allow myself to put myself in their shoes or feel like that could happen to me that can create a lot of amazing connections to the characters to the world to the stories in which you are trying to tell now the only thing about this movie that uh, i might have a little gripe with is maybe how it ended to me it, it kind of felt like the cutoff it was a little blah but the more i've thought about it the more i've accepted it and just like oh okay that was that was pretty clever i like that um, I guess it just goes to show that when you're enjoying a ride and don't mind if it doesn't end and it um, it just suddenly stops, uh, you, you kind of are like, oh, but I would have enjoyed spending a longer time in this world and with these characters. Um, 
If it was announced tomorrow that Netflix greenlit mid-90s for a television series with Jonah Hill at the helm, then I would be so fucking hyped. As much as I want to go into more detail about certain plot points, I feel that it would be best to just experience this film as blind as possible, just like I did. You'll be pleasantly surprised. I know I was, and that's why I had to make a review for dedicated to this movie. I want others to experience it and support it any way they can because, well, it deserves it. Jonah Hill has a real promising future, not only as an actor, and I don't think that was ever in doubt, uh, given his track record from things like Wolf on Wall Street and so many others, but as a writer and a director as well, I respect and inspire to be a multi-talented creator uh, like him um, and others like for example Donald Glover or Childish Gambito they're, they're the same person but some people know him as you know one or the other so um, and few other artists who get to be creative but in so many different ways and actually be good at it uh, it goes to show that you don't have to do just one thing in life and you don't have to just pick one thing and stay in your lane um, it's really awesome to expand and challenge yourself to learn and try new things so i'm excited for the whole young cast as we get to see how they grow as actors and what other parts they get in the future and not enough can be said about how well they did um so what more can i say go check out mid 90s if you're a 90s kid like me you'll find a lot here that you'll enjoy um if you're a fan of good stories good characters uh then you're going to find a lot here that you'll enjoy when i saw the super nintendo and street fighter i knew i was in for a nostalgic trip and i wasn't disappointed i rented mid 90s at a red box so you can find it there um to rent on dvd but i'm sure there are numerous ways to watch this film and i hope you find a way to as soon as possible and once you do tell me what you think i want to hear your opinion on the movie and anything we talk about here on wonder soul but especially for the review for episodes because i feel everybody can have their own opinion and perspective especially when it comes to things like art Everybody can look at the same painting and have different feelings and different emotions and different uh, ideas of what it means and, and maybe I missed a lot. And if you would like to connect and we can go into more details about certain plot points and story, uh, that would be awesome. I would love to have that conversation. Um, but yeah, just let me know how you guys are enjoying these review for episodes. I'm going to try to keep them more compact and kind of straight to the point and i'm gonna try to be more spoiler free which i think i've done pretty well for the most part but expect these to be shorter unless there's uh somebody else who's going to be a guest on the episode to talk to me about what they thought of whatever we're talking about um or if it's something that really deserves uh, a lot of discussion that we can go into detail and you know especially with things like the marvel films and stuff like that where we can really geek out and nerd out about so many details um but i hope you enjoyed this episode and i hope you enjoy mid 90s it's a film written and directed by jonah hill and i cannot wait to see what he does next but until the next time we talk i will talk to you guys later
Thank you for listening to another episode of Wonder Soul, and thank you for supporting the review for shows and episodes. I hope you guys enjoy them. Um, one of the best ways that you can support the podcast is by rating, reviewing, and sharing them with friends and family, and just introducing other people to Wonder Soul. Um, if you also would like to stay connected and up to date with Wonder Soul and everything that we do here on the podcast and also on our Twitch channel, Wonder Streams, go ahead and search Wonder Soul on Instagram and Twitter and follow us and connect with us there. And also, if you have a YouTube account or you go on YouTube a lot, we do have a YouTube channel where our Twitch highlights and Let's Plays go and also our episodes just like this one they are also uploaded to our youtube channel so you can subscribe to that as well by searching wondersoul in the search bar just w-n-d-r-s-o-u-l i just wanted to get that out to you guys and say once again thank you for your support can't wait for another opportunity to record a review for episode and another wondersoul episode thank you hope you have a good day good night good morning whenever you're listening to this Uh, Can't wait to talk to you guys again. Bye.